Hi everyone! Before we begin the podcast, I just wanted to jump in and let you know that we bleeped out some names and places in order to keep people anonymous. We'll do our best to not say these names in the future so you don't have to listen to the beeps. Enjoy the episode! Hello everyone! Welcome to the first episode of Pass the Boba, our first official episode. If you listened to our pilot, then thank you very much. Um, I am Gloria. Hi, I'm Sophia. This is Jung. And in today's podcast, we will be talking about how we deal with hard classes in college and where we look for help in academics. So thanks for tuning in. Um, tuning in. Uh, how is everyone doing? How was your weeks? Anything cool happen? Um, I kind of got tan from walking Lake Chabot, and I really liked it because the weather was so nice and it was really warm. So that was a highlight. No, I haven't been doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to Lake Chabot too, and I went row or like boating. Oh, but I, dude, that's so tiring. No, no, but we free? got no. It's, it's when is the Lake Chabot boats ever free? But no, we since we had a family of five, we had to do the patio boat. So it was like <sighs> you had to drive it. So it wasn't tiring at all. That's so cool. Yeah, but it got really cold and windy, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we'll move into our question of the day to get us warmed up. And today's question is, what is the dumbest way you've been injured? Uh, I guess I'll start. Um, so there's this one period during time period uh, during seventh grade where like I fell so many times and I scraped. I like busted up my my knees pretty bad too. Um, but there's this one time that I raised someone and I tripped because he crossed me. And then I was fly. I was flying for a few seconds before landing, and yeah, that was that was an experience. <laughs> I remember watching you from the side. <laughs> that was so like, bad. Yeah, I was like literally yeah. like a, an airplane about to land, like shoom, and shoom. Oh, and then you also skidded for like yeah. A <laughs> me too it was so scary it was it was scary but like looking back like i literally flew like i can say that i flew for a few seconds how did it feel to be flying um amazing it felt amazing <laughs> but the aftermath not really <laughs> i still have a scar till this day oh, oh my day. god yeah well for me it was like two summers ago and you know how I never get hurt? So, like, when I got hurt this time, like, I was so traumatized. Oh, my <laughs> no. God. Yeah, like, so two summers ago, I was uh, late to work. So I was <laughs> I was scootering from my apartment to work. And skirt, skirt. Yeah, like, I was going downhill. And then <clears throat> my my scooter was really old because I bought it off of a, of a friend. Mm-hmm. And she's been using it for, like, at least, like, five years and um the wheel got stuck on the corner of like a lawn because i couldn't turn fast enough because the like it was kind of rusty so then 
it got caught and then I just lost all control and like I let go of the handles and like I flew <laughs> like, oh, no. I flew down the hill and then like I um, down a hill? Yeah it was like slope. <laughs> so oh, then no. like yeah I flew and I fell on my knees. So then mm-hmm. it hurt so bad and I don't know, I remember like my face was on the floor oh. and like <laughs> like I was just like splat on the floor. And then I was so embarrassed, like I couldn't get, I physically couldn't get up, so I had to like crawl to like this bench near like the bus stop. And then when I crawled there, I was just sitting there for a while because I couldn't continue scootering to work. And then the bus stopped because I think they thought I was trying to get on the bus. And I was just like, no, like, I just, I just can't. And then, and then, yeah, I just sat there for a while and. <laughs> I just had to go to work after, and yeah, my boss was very concerned. <laughs> yeah, and to this day, my knees, they still hurt when I get on them. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I have yeah. so many friends with, like, broken old people knees. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. That's scary. Damn, one scooter wheel. That's all it's it takes. <laughs> yeah. For me, I guess it's just the most prominent injury was the one where I had to get stitches on my palm. But it was only because I was trying to pick up a goddamn drum cart, which oh, was like yeah. full metal and everything's like pick up. Like you, there's all like pipes and stuff. So technically it's nothing sharp except for one goddamn decoration that was like <laughs> rounded and it was like stars and stuff. But then the rounded part was actually really sharp. It was basically, you could use, I feel like if you broke it off, you could use it as a knife. I didn't know <laughs> that part was sharp. So when, when I was like putting the drum cart down and trying to like grab a line head in to fit it in the trunk because we we're going back home and slammed my palm down it. And I was bleeding and I was like, no, it's like a normal bleeding. It's fine. I'll like just put bandages around it and then it will be okay. And it'll just like dry up and whatever. And then we put bandages around it, and it got red, like, oh. like super red after the bandages. And I was like, oh, it's not going away. I guess we could change it, and then we'll go home. And everyone's like, dude, I think you need to get stitches. I was like, no way. <laughs> but it kept bleeding. So then I just drove home, and then I was like, well, you since it's bleeding, home? I guess I'll get stitches. <laughs> you drove home? Yeah, but I was insisting to drive because I didn't, like, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to drive and like just be pretend it was normal <laughs> like i didn't feel anything too it was also in february in like east coast oh. so it's still very cold so outside was really so cold numbed it. <laughs> yeah and then from like the shock i think mm-hmm. everything just like numbed my hand to the point like i oh never felt gosh. pain throughout any of this <laughs> which i guess was okay oh. but now i just like kind of look at it it's like yeah there's like stitches scar on the palm and sometimes it like itches or hurts still oh just like if i put too much like if there's blood rushes i guess mm-hmm. but it's so dumb like literally if i didn't put my hand down that way or if i like just <laughs> if i didn't technically didn't really even need to be helping because like they're just loading things into a truck or like a car so like uh-huh. if i just didn't do that i <laughs> need stitches and thousands of hospital emergency money oh no <sighs> So dude, I saw I saw like the picture that you snapped us mm-hmm. when you got 
it, it looks so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it was. I couldn't look at it, and I had to sit. I had to sit. This is what's done with like American hospitals, or I guess like in general. It's like I had to sit for like five hours waiting yeah. for stitches, and I was just holding it. I was like, I wonder if I'm gonna Dude, what pass if you out, out? From, like blood loss first, or if they're gonna <laughs> come get me first. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't look at it when they're putting in stitches. I was just like, oh, let me know when you're done. <laughs> That's so bad. Does yeah, it hurt when they sad. put stitches in? No, they numbed it too. Oh. Yeah, so I was pretty okay during the most part. It's okay. just like the act of getting stitches is scary. Yeah. So we'll move on to our topic for today, and we'll be talking about everything involving academics in college. So let's start off with what is everyone's majors? Let's remind everyone and maybe even ourselves, because I forgot yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, so you want us to like just state the major or? Uh, Yeah, what's your major and why'd you pick it or how'd you get into it? So I'm currently mathematics, computer science, but like... I kind of had a backstory to it because I came in as a first year um, majoring in mathematics applied science, hoping that I can do something, use that and like do something with engineering. Um, But like during my second year, so like last year, I kind of thought about like maybe minoring in CS because I was actually doing pretty okay in those classes. Um, But then during my third year, I was like, you know what, like, I feel like I, I, math applied science is not going anywhere. So I'm, I decided to like, make the move of changing it to math CS. So it's more like direct and it has a path towards it. And that's kind of like a little backstory, I guess. Yeah. So I chose, when I went to college, I was a cognitive science major, but now I'm a psych major. Um, they're basically almost the same thing, except um, at our school, cognitive science was more focused on like research and brain development. But I couldn't even maintain like the criteria to stay in the major anyways, because <laughs> I really struggled my first year. So I just got kicked out of the major and um, <laughs> I'm psych. But it's really interesting because even in high school, I've always enjoyed um, learning about people and like why we are the way we are and how our choices impact or how like our personalities impact the choices we make. So yeah, that's why I chose psych. Cool, cool. You have a minor? Yeah, it's just management, but it was just because, I don't know, like I want, I want like some business aspects so I can hopefully not just be a therapist and like do something (laughs) in the business field too and it's not really I just take general business classes so there's really no focus on like specific business um topics I see um and then for me I am Marketing and operations. Well, technically, I guess I would be graduating with like a BS in econ, but our school's kind of whack where you have like major and then a concentration for at least business. So I focus in marketing and operations. 
um and then also trying to get a minor in graphic design uh, ultimately i'm just trying to do ux and ui but since there's no like major that's called ux ui i'm just trying to like build it myself or like find ways to just show that i know these kind of things um yeah so when you guys took all your classes ge's or not were you did you have to get like textbooks or access codes and like pay a bunch of money for them or like did you get someone to get them for you oh my gosh like talking about access codes like for all of my math classes for like calculus like we always had to buy the access code because like that's where we did the homework like there's like a platform whatever like a website that we had to like do our homework on and we had to buy a code for it even though mm -hmm. like i was able to like find um textbooks through like um uh, so like my school has like a pdf and like a textbook kind of sharing page where like they kind of like share out like text or like they sell their textbooks for cheaper and they also like share links to pdfs so i was able to get the textbooks covered i didn't really I didn't pay for a textbook um, during like, actually like I haven't paid for a textbook actually. Like I was able to like find PDFs, um, but then like those, like I had to pay for those code just to like do our homework and I find it so annoying. But yeah, like if you guys have a chance to like find like PDFs or like textbook like page, like definitely go for it so you could save a lot more yeah and you could use that money for something else instead of like textbooks mm -hmm. yeah like use the money for the access codes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah for me like uh the ge's that i took they they it was easier to find the pdfs online and stuff but when i got to my major courses or for psych the the teachers really like talking about themselves so <laughs> mostly like the information that we learned was research that they conducted or their colleagues conducted. So, and they were more hippy dippy. So, they didn't really make us buy a lot of books. But for my business classes, like all of the textbooks I've seen being used for the past years are basically the same. So, they make you pay for the access codes to do homework online, which is like over $100. Mm. So ridiculous. I feel like actually all the GEs like make you do the, I ha the access codes things. Like I don't think I've had a upper level course where I had to buy access codes. It's just like yeah. they're just trying to milk everyone by putting it in the GE section because everyone has to take it anyways, which is so dumb for you to like pay literally hundreds of dollars so you can suffer more. Yeah. <laughs> and, like just access a website. Like, there I also my freshman year I was I was like yeah I'm a you know physical book student I need the actual textbook because I want to like write in it and stuff I think a lot of people if you're going to college and you think this like try out the pdfs first because honestly it's mm -hmm. not worth like 50 dollars plus to like be trying to highlight your work textbooks and stuff and then now I don't even touch the textbooks because yeah. the, the, none of my professors reference the textbooks and if they do it's like yeah if you want extra problems or if you need help like look at this first but they usually if they're those teachers are like that they're usually actually pretty good at explaining the material so like 
when they make you buy the textbook, they're just, I feel like they're just trying to get you to like funnel more money into the yeah. university or something. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have eye clickers or no? Oh, yeah. I but actually I did it. To... They... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, like the only time I did have it, the, the class provided it for us. So we would just grab it on what? the way in and then Are leave you it on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally at my school, we, like, spoiler, a lot of my physics classes and chemistry, we had to, like, click in and then, like, it counted for participation. And everyone, but, like, good thing about, like, also, like, the UCSD, like, textbook and, like, like, pdf sharing page they also like sell the eye clickers which is good because then like they kind of cost a lot if you buy it brand new so i got i kind of like found a deal and i was like you know what i'm gonna just buy it it's like kind of broken but you know it's fine wait this kind of reminds me of this story about academic dishonesty at my school can i share <laughs> i see so like um my housemate she took a class i think it was fall of this year it was like drama or something and the class is very uh book based so every week they have a eye clicker quiz that accounts for like a big chunk of their grade and at our school there's a lot of international students right so how the class worked was that in the beginning and end of the class there was like a quiz or something so then in the beginning, all the international students would come to class and then they would click in and answer the questions and then they would leave, like go get food because the class was like three hours. So then they would come back with like food and boba and then um, they would like do the quiz and then that's it, right? But also like one day, I think they were caught cheating because they had a WeChat group. And, I saw. Yeah, and they... Um, like someone would like text the answers to the quiz on the WeChat group, and then um, they would all look on their phone and get the right answers. And then, like one day, I think someone in the class reported the international students, and somehow the professor got into the WeChat group, and he uh -huh. was like in class, and he was like scrolling through the WeChat group on like the screen, and he was like, "Yeah, so all these people." You're gonna be sent to the academic dishonest. Oh my god! And then, like, I think told me like there were people crying in that class. God, yeah, it was oh crazy. Gosh, that's crazy. I think yeah. I saw that on like the UC Irvine page. Yeah. Yeah. Academic so, dishonesty. So speaking of academic dishonesty but not really <laughs> did you guys have any like super hard classes or like what was your hardest class so far mm. accounting true accounting is pretty hard yeah i feel like i feel like i don't know like i guess like when i had my intro class my intro, oh, like, no, not my intro class. My first, like, operative math class. It was hard, but also I think it was hard because I couldn't concentrate because I was also going through something. So then, like, it was, like, trying to learn proofs while also trying to, like, deal with my, the thing that I was going through. And so I feel like that was, like, the hardest class to like maintain 
throughout like the years that I've been doing because then it's like the first it was like the first proof class and then it was like really weird because then there's like a new dimension of like math and that I'm not used to um and so I think that was like the hardest class that I've had that shocked me the most I think yeah, yeah. I think like er- early classes for me were really hard like first year classes actually because early at least math I remember being like so bad for me like I hated the class and this I used to be like in high school like I love math math is great it's like one of the easiest classes for me but then and then this class I just remember hating it so much literally like I think like I cried a couple times like doing problem sets because I was like this is due tomorrow but I like for my life cannot figure out how to do it and uh-huh. like at this point, it's too late to ask for help because it's already like two a.m. <laughs> and like yeah. no one's here to help, and I can't do it, and I'm gonna fail. And I just like it was so hard. And like I don't like it got to the point where like I didn't. It felt like there was no connection from like high school math to that math. Like it just there was like a gap, and like I just I didn't know what was happening. And maybe that was to blame like my senior year and not really having a math class. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I random agree. online class was like, dude, that was BS. Yeah, we only had like, I feel like the we only got amount like half a year's amount of work for our senior year high school, and that was <laughs> it was like recapping AP Calc, which we already did. Yeah. So like, we didn't learn anything, and then jumping into like college math, I hated it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I also struggled in math. I think it was it was my first first time I cried in the library, <laughs> like studying yeah. for math because I had the final the next day, and I was just like, "Bro, I just I just can't. I I don't get it. Like, yeah, am I just dumb or <laughs> what?" Yeah. I speaking of crying on dirt for classes, I also cried when I took my CS class. Oh no. <laughs> it was so hard cuz we were learning like cuz how we did it like our intro class for CS, you learned like this language called OCaml, which you can look up later. It's I don't know how many people use it, but I just didn't make sense to me. It was all about like nodes and leaves and branches and stuff and like my brain did not think like that so like the first half was literally like the biggest struggle for me and I just like it took me so long to do but it was like the thing where like I would start like three or four days before the thing would would be due and it just didn't make sense so like it would take me so long to do it and it would be like the night before the deadline and I'm just like if I don't finish this now then I'm gonna fail this class so I'll just be up the whole night and like it didn't make sense, but I was like, I need to do this. So I just kept staring at it, but nothing was working. And it was so frustrating. And then I would go ask for help. And then when my friend explained it to me, it just, I was like, I was like, huh? Can you explain it again? <laughs> and then he would explain it. And I was just like, I still don't get it. And I could like see him starting to get frustrated. And I felt bad. So I just went home and started crying because <laughs> oh, I was like, no. Even my friends can't explain it to me. You know, like it's hopeless. Oh, no. Did you end up passing so the class? Hard. Yeah, I took it for pass fail and I passed. Oh, oh. Nice. So <laughs> Yay. Yeah, but like I was crying over a pass fail class. I can't believe it. No, this. but it's cause like it's so straining. I think that's why and like the amount of effort you try to put in and then it's like it 
it's not coming out. It's not like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel I like that. college courses are so fast paced too, because I remember in high school we would learn about like a concept for a week or something, and mm. in college it's like one hour, and then I was like, yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Yeah, it's like moving on, and we're building on top of it. So if you didn't understand that, you're not gonna understand this too. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Uh, I guess like the hardest thing is like to keep up with your like with the work because then like once you slip up you're you're gonna slip up for like the longest time because you're yeah, probably yeah. gonna like prolong it because like I personally found that I did that a lot especially with like the upper div like courses and so like that procrast procrast <laughs> procrastination is gonna kill you um so like I think a tip is just to like. To like um to organize yourself so that you can stay on track with like the course. Have you guys written any major papers yet? Or I didn't write like super big papers. Like the bit re- <laughs> I think the most recent one I wrote was for my Korean pop culture class. And I wrote it on <laughs> esports and the esports culture in Korea. Oh. Yeah, so it's not that important. It was really fun to write. Yeah. What was the time? Yeah. I think the last time that I wrote was like last summer where I had to take a class for one of my writing GEs. But I think that's like the last time that I wrote. And I oh. think that comes with like being in a STEM field. Yeah, I took a writing GE class too. And like, they didn't take writing that seriously. They're just like, yeah, here's a template. Just follow this and like <laughs> do a what was that thing called where you like read a bunch of research papers and then you write about all the research papers, yeah, and like condense it into one. I forgot what it's called, but like we just did that and it was like super straightforward and like very outlined. Yeah, I always have a bad habit of starting my paper super late and. <laughs> I always like barely meet the deadline, and it's so stressful. <laughs> yeah, but so you actually wrote like major papers, yeah, for college. In, wow, in psych because we have to read a lot of different research, so mm. we always have to write about what other people researched and whether it's good or not. <laughs> but I feel like my writing got worse in college. Oh, <laughs> I think that too. Like, yeah. you know how in high school, they're always, like, I don't remember if, like... Alums, wait, oh my god. Alums? Yeah, Alums, he would be, like, oh. like, writing in college is so serious. Like, you gotta, like, do everything right, and, like, the professor's gonna be super strict, and, like, here we're gonna teach you how to write and prepare you for college writing. And then I go to college, <laughs> and, like, they don't care. <laughs> they just, like, as long as you hit oh, the yeah. word requirement, and, like, you say some coherent things, like, yeah. and you make sense, and you make a point, and it's, like, okay cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> honestly feel like Alan's classes was like one of the harder classes because of how strict and like how precise he is with his own style you know yeah. and i feel like that's like the hardest one that i stress out one, one of those ones i stress out the most like in high school you guys want to yeah, explain who Alan's is <laughs> oh, oh. <great>. <laughs> you <laughs> are ap english language language yeah yeah teacher. 
He was super strict. He was, I think, I mean, he was a pretty good teacher yeah. in terms of like teaching us material, but also very strict and really tried. I mean, I think Kip in high school in general was like preparing you for college and like college yeah. writing. But honestly, I feel like high, my peak writing skill was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Like I knew how to like set up an essay. It was great. Like it had all the analysis. Analysis was like huge chunk. And then now in college, it's like, yes, this guy said this, this guy said this. For real? And this yeah. guy said this. But here's what I think in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like, yeah, I will say that, like, even though he's kind of crazy and, like, he has, <laughs> he, he's just, he's, a, he's another type of person. But, like, I feel like with, I'm glad I took his class because, like, it really, like, helped me with, like, structuring and like thinking about like critically thinking about things and like deeply analyzing the text because remember he yeah. he made us like read all of those like uh, uh pdfs or whatever and then like mm-hmm. what's the meaning of this um how does this whatever what's the purpose of this yeah oh boy those were the days <laughs> i remember high school always felt like my analysis was never enough it was like you need to analyze more mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah so when you guys were in your like hardest classes how did you get help or did you just like stick through it yourself and like push through or what are some strategies you guys had um like for most of my classes since they align with like a lot of my friends like we kind of formed a group with each other and like it was really helpful because like we would since we're taking the same classes um we stayed up like we pull all nighters to study for to do the homework and also like to study for the exams so i found that pretty helpful um also i was a part of like summer bridge which is like a eight week summer summer session kind of thing for incoming first years which they kind of like introduced us to like resources resources around campus as well as like providing us help as in like tutoring um throughout our first year and through that program, they kind of like introduced me to the teaching learning commons, which is like a program provided by UCSD or like one of those programs um, where like you get tutored and like anyone can go in. Um, and so, yeah, like those like those little things. And I would say like I would highlight like forming groups um with like friends and like making new friends to study with would be like the most helpful thing because like at the end of it like you guys both are studying for the same thing so then you might as well like come together and and study and if that person doesn't know anything or doesn't know a topic and you do then like you can have a better understanding by like explaining that concept to that person and by by versa vice versa but yeah, that's like how I looked for help and like tried to do my best um, during like the hardest classes. Yeah. So for me, our school also had something similar, but it's called LARC. I don't know exactly what it stands for, but <laughs> it, it's like tutoring sessions that you can pay for. But if you're like a first gen or something, then it's it could be waived and it's free. But since I'm a psych major, I don't really, it's not really like intense stuff that I'm learning, like engineers or whatever. So it's, uh, it's manageable. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I think for me, freshman year, I tried to go to like the tutoring center and stuff because I was, again, struggling really hard with math. But then I think like the biggest problem with me is like I get scared a lot. <laughs> and like like what I need, I think, for like tutoring or asking for help is like one-on-one. Like I hate when I need to ask questions in front of people. And so when I went to the tutoring center, they were like, okay, for this class, we only have group tutoring session. And I was like, oh, <laughs> do, do, do you have like, you know, one-on-one tutors? And I was like, no. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, it's here's the group meetup time. Like, feel free to just go to them. But like, I never went to them because I was scared <laughs> oh, no. to show up. And like, yeah, I just like was scared all the time. I never went to them. So I think I just got into a habit of like, pushing through hard classes on my own and just trying to figure things out and like what I do now is just if I stumble upon like a question I don't know or like I don't know how things work I would just like literally stare at the problem and try to figure it out on my own until it works so then it takes so long for me to study for like exams and stuff because I'm literally like learning and figuring out materials on the spot and like googling or like asking like my really close friends like is my math checking out and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then just like trying to learn it on the spot because then like I just haven't also because around in my friend circle like there's like two people who are also in Wharton and that's it so like no one really takes the same classes at me and if they did like they don't remember (laughs) like there's one person who's older than me that's in Wharton so like she doesn't really remember all like the classes I'm struggling in and I don't have any other friends in Wharton like going back to our first podcast like I just have a really hard time making friends in class because everyone looks super scary (laughs) so then I have like no friends to ask questions oh my god and then there's this one time I was like okay I'm gonna go to TA office hours Mm -hmm. and like ask my question like I'm just gonna do it and I'll just go there and then we'll see what happens because I was like super scared. And then Mm -hmm. I got there and then there were like a bunch of people there, like students already asking questions. Um, And I didn't understand the question they were asking. So I was like, shit, I'm about to be asking some really basic questions. I don't want to like bother and waste their time. So I'm just going to leave. So I literally walked (laughs) in the room, looked at everyone and then left. It was so scary. So yeah. yeah. That's very scary. Yeah. And I was telling myself like towards before quarantine happened, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna like find a TA and like ask them if they have extra time or like time outside to do like one on one. And then uh quarantine happened and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been really hard for me to look for help. I just I get scared every time. And like even though people tell me like, yeah, like everyone's like, no one's going to judge you for your questions or like, you know, people aren't like going to be mad if you ask questions or like that's what professors are here for to answer your questions. Like I hear people say that and then literally the next day I would hear people like making fun of other people's questions or like professors getting angry at people asking basic questions. And that just makes me scared again because I'm literally that person that's like has the basic questions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> I feel you too. Because then, like, there's one time where I tried to ask, like, like to that one, like, first 
math proof class, like, I was, like, behind, and I was like, bro, like, I don't understand what the heck is going on. And then, like, I was like, okay, wait, like, should I ask or should I not? Because I know, I feel like my question is, like, what you're saying, Gloria, like, it's so basic. I feel like everyone else understands it. And then, like, I try, like, I asked the professor, and I guess, like, that was the only one time that I had a guts to, but afterwards, I'm like, dude, like, I don't even want to, like, ask for help anymore. I feel so stupid, (laughs) like, for even asking those questions that I, that's probably, like, in the text already, or, like, I'm not looking deep, deep enough. Yeah, I think that's what I'm scared of. Is like mm-hmm. they'll just be like, "Did you read the book?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, "I don't yeah. want to read the book because that's not how I learn." Like, if I read the book, it's gonna take me days because I feel like re- my reading, like, uh, time that I can spend reading is just like so small now. Like, if I read a couple paragraphs, I have to take a break before I like keep uh-huh. reading. <laughs> it's so hard for me to like read now, or like my concentration uh-huh. level. So then, like. I just learn it all. I'm like, I'm scared they'd be like, did you like be paying attention? Like, did you read the book? Things like that. I hate that. It's so yeah. degrading. It's like it is. your job is to teach and I'm here to learn. So Yeah. I also don't know if like I always wanted to ask you guys too, like, did you feel like in high school you needed to like ask a lot of questions? Cause I always like tell myself like I feel like it was because in high school I never really struggled, so I never practiced asking questions mm. so now in like college when i need to ask questions i just i don't know how <laughs> uh i guess like I, w- I think like the time that i would ask the most was like during the time that i took pre-calc over at berkeley state college because like they were moving at a faster pace and they ta- they were teaching things that we we're supposed to know and like you know like math is like so behind and like, slow that like I had to like learn a lot of things that I didn't know and so I guess I I geared up some courage to like ask a teacher and that teacher is like an Asian like it look, looks like those like typical Asian like Chinese like teachers you know like from like Chinese school yeah so I was like so nervous but I was like you know what like what am I gonna lose out of this like if I if I look stupid like I will look stupid but at least I'll get some answers um and then I guess, like, with that, it kind of, like, helped me with, like, asking questions for calculus with um, Anderson, and I feel like, I think that's how I kind of, like, generated, like, putting aside, like, shames to a certain extent of just, like, just asking, and you know what, like, I'm learning from my mistakes, so, like, yeah, like, I think that's, that's how I, like, start to ask for help, because I'm, like, you know what, in alums. Adams definitely because then I feel like that had like that took a lot to like just ask him for help because then I was personally so scared of him um so I guess like from those experiences it did like help me like overcome that kind of like worry and to a certain extent yeah in high school I feel like everything was pretty simple <laughs> especially at the school we went to um they were so behind on a lot of things <laughs> compared to like other public high schools. Yeah. And yeah, even when we had like we had like debates in um in our history classes pretty often. And even during like that setting, I wasn't really like the talkative type either. So I feel like I'm not really one to speak up or ask for help when I feel like I don't know 
a lot about a topic. Yeah. I feel like that should be something, like, that should be, not, like, taught, but, like, emphasized in, like, high school, or, like, you should be able to, like, challenge all your students to the point where they need to ask for help. Because, like, for me, I feel like I always had friends to ask for help when I needed help. Like, mm-hmm. there was, like, like whole AP Calc squad, like, yeah, and I was, like, comfortable asking them questions. Like, I can only ask questions to friends who I know won't, like, judge me. So then outside of that, like, in college now, when I don't have friends to ask, it's just, like, I, I guess I'm on my own. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like, they should definitely, like, try to push all their students in high school to the point where, like, they can practice asking questions or, like, practice yeah. being scared. Yeah. Yeah. I love our high school, but to be honest, some of the classes that we took, the teachers didn't even know what they were teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, we had this one teacher in high school oh. that me and Gloria took together. Physics, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, we ain't calling she's anyone like, out. Yeah, like, she's, like, an awesome person, but yeah. she even told us herself, like, I didn't even sign up to teach this class. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she would teach us stuff, and she'd be like, okay, let me read about it first. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, even for our CS, like, our teacher was, like, learning wow no for like he, he was he like, took he, a class he took a yeah, class in like, college before that's it i also remember him like just learning he would be like a week that's ahead true. of us that's so true. like i mean he i think he did a good job in like staying ahead yeah. and like knowing how to answer questions but like that's just like the environment around our high school was like yeah. teachers were also learning with us yeah <laughs> i yeah. was telling like kai yesterday how like i'm surprised that high school students actually get to learn like the hard sciences like physics and chem and all those things because like in my experience and from stories i hear around like east bay is like we don't know anything about like chem and physics and all that stuff because like all the teachers here kind of suck but then when i hear other students they're like yeah we learned this in high school i'm just like you learn stuff in high school yeah (laughs) i thought we just sat around and chilled (laughs) yeah i felt like i honestly wish that like would have allowed us to like have co- concurrent classes that would count towards our like like a through g's or like our gpa if we were to take out like a, a community college class so that we can like challenge ourselves but still be rewarded you know like to- like for high school you know like i felt like that would have been like a good challenge but like they really didn't let us do that like i feel like i have to struggle i struggle to even like take pre-calculus over the summer and for it to to get tested out of like pre-calculus at kip and like all of that just just because like they like i i kind of get what they're trying to like like their whole like system but at the same time like i wish i was like challenged a bit more and i had to, i feel like i had to like find my own venue venue of like looking for that that challenge which i felt like the school should have like provided I feel like our school wasn't really good at challenging us in STEM, but I feel like they did a really good job challenging us in, like, the social... um, Like, government and politics. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Um, I really learned a lot during my time there. (laughs) Shout out to Kushida. Yeah. 
I just wish we got challenged in other areas too, because now I feel like an actual dumbass in college. And I don't like, I've never taken any like political or government related classes in college. So all my knowledge that I did learn in high school isn't really applied and everything I didn't learn in high school, I'm struggling behind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There are some people who are really smart and they just have some interesting views. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we can wrap it up now. So thank you very much for listening to our first official episode of Pass the Boba. Um, we are on Spotify now, and I believe we are on Pocket Cast. So feel free to find us there and follow us on Instagram at Pass the Boba Podcast. <laughs> Pass the Boba <laughs> podcast um, so you can interact and answer our question of the day and see upcoming episodes on there and get to know us more. Um, yeah. Tune in next week, Monday, to hear our second episode. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Adios.